0: Sorry. So, what was I talking about here? The animals. Oh. Yeah. So, when we're talking about negative and positive, or just being able to understand uh, another opinion, I'll use the example of animals uh, and being, well, I'll use the Buddhist perspective of um, an animal's lot, meaning if you're reincarnated as, say, an animal or a bug or, or something like that, is the teachings. If you, don't, if you are a human and you don't live a good life, it's possible you could be reincarnated as an animal or, um, I argue, a little more complicated um, explanation of this. It fits uh, with both uh, definitions of the Atman. So that little spark within all sentient beings, it's not understanding um, Buddha nature and its intrinsic nature, right? Not understanding that we all have the potential to reach this enlightenment or this awareness, this freedom from all of our suffering. It's not that we all can consciously understand uh, that we have that potential. Humans can do that. We tend to misunderstand... um, The teachings regarding living a good life so you don't, uh, so you're not reborn in a lower realm, meaning like, say, an animal uh, form. Or they talk about animals and the fact that, uh, and I'll use an example the frog and the scorpion. So they use the example that the scorpion is a prisoner to his nature. So the parable goes uh, that the scorpion asks a frog for a ride across the river. The frog says, No, 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 you'll, you'll, You'll stab me and we'll both drown and die. And the scorpion goes, no, no, I won't, no, I won't. I promise. And so they're about halfway across the river and the frog feels a hot poke in his side. And the frog says, why did you do that? The scorpion says, it's in my nature. So this is the dialectical problem. We are all so negative, same as what I discussed about karma. We all are so willing to believe that our bad luck and our bad lot is subject uh, to our actions in a previous life, uh, because we're so attached to this uh, life and death and rebirth cycle. Rather than seeing the truth of it all, is that The teaching of the karma is no different than the rest. It's every moment you have the opportunity to make the better choice. So, when it comes to karma, it's not that you have done something bad in the past. The teaching does talk about if you surround yourself with negative energy, you're more likely to be attracted to negative energy in the between state, the state where you either choose uh, to become pure energy in a nirvana state, uh, parinirvana, or you you plan on say residing in one of the uh, the heavens. It's no different from the teaching that uh, that we. We don't have a choice if it's in our nature. So I'll use our little kitty cat Cosmo, who just passed recently, um, as a, a living example, or a recently passed, once living example of what I used to use as an example. So, what I used to say is I would just give it an N, and I would just give a broad example. Let's say, for example, the scorpion. If that scorpion could allow that ride, to complete, from one side of the river to the other, without stabbing the frog, if he can overcome his his drives, his inner drives, his ego drives, his desire, his innate, whatever it is, his nature, if he can overcome them, that is how an animal can progress in those lower realms. So I'll give you an example of our little boy Cosmo. He was something else. This little guy, when we got him, we got him for company for an old cat, she just hated just about everyone and everything, except for us and one dog. So she was not a big fan of Cosmo, and she picked on him for years. And he never, ever, ever, ever once returned a hiss, a growl, a swipe. He was always playing with her. And the same happened later when he was in... You know, the final stages of renal failure and the little kitten that we had found by the falls that we rescued because we couldn't find anyone else to take him without guaranteeing another pet wouldn't be put down. We adopted this kitty and this kitty just loved Cosmo so much he would just bug him incessantly and he just couldn't stand it. He had a hard time standing. But all he would do was howl. He never bit him, he never scratched him. That is how somebody that is in a lower realm can achieve liberation. You can overcome your nature. And what is the human nature we're all trying to overcome? It's this delusion that we like to believe that we're better than this or that or the other. We should or deserve this or that or the other. This isn't a permanent lot that we're all living. It's that moment each and every day that we're given to choose. Are we gonna be a better person? Are we gonna choose the selfless choice? But again, more along the golden mean guide. So selfless, not at your expense. You want something that is not insufficient in its selflessness, but not excessive, right? That's the truth of life. Same with karma right? You don't get extra karma for being extra nice at your expense. In fact, arguably, you're just doing it for your ego. Is that good karma? Is that bad karma? Is that neutral? doesn't matter. It's the choice. You need to integrate this, right? If it's a choice to be selfless when you can, meaning taking care of your fellow person, your fellow being. Tell me That we haven't seen that in children, or our pets, or even farm animals. That an animal will see the, the suffering of another animal, even of another species. And they put their nature aside. How many times have I watched a video of a cat that will nurse a squirrel? And how long have we been told that it is in a cat's nature to attack a squirrel. Now, the reason why I will mention that is our lovely boy Cosmo. He had one incident that might have been construed as a violent act, but upon, um, what, I should use smaller words. Cosmo, when he was young, we used to bring him outside on a leash. It's kind of funny because, um, uh, he never went to poop outside. He always, uh, he thought he had to go poop inside. That's me. Uh, I always, uh, felt, Growing up on a farm that a pet should remain in the house, uh, forget all the disease and pests and the risks, but it's just better if they stay indoors. So it was a little bit weird outside, and there was a squirrel, and he jumped at this squirrel. And you know how squirrels like to tease cats. So whether the squirrel was playing and Cosmo was playing, we're not sure, but based on history, Cosmo eventually allowed a squirrel to come into the house and he just hung out with it. He laid down beside it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and the squirrel was kind of scared. So this is kind of the same thing. So Cosmo's a male cat, neutered at a very young age, so you can't talk about hormones. Literally this poor scared animal, and what it was is uh, we were feeding him and he actually chewed through the screen. Yeah, the people before us were feeding him and other people were feeding him. and So we took part and we were feeding too. Um... But for some reason, the guy wanted to come in the window and uh, chewed his way uh, through the window, uh, the screen, and he was in the living room hanging out in the morning when we got up. And Cosmo was just hanging out with him. Just chill as can be, right? That's what I always talk about. So I think the first mistake is believing that you can't achieve this integration, this awareness, this liberation, this enlightenment in this lifetime, and you start worrying about being reincarnated as an animal, then you start worrying about the animals, and how can they get out of their reincarnation? I mean, it's not really your worry, Um, but then when I explain that an animal can actually overcome their nature, and that is the same as us, and that's how an animal can be reborn in in a higher um, realm. If you don't understand that, is that a symptom of you being frozen by fear? Right? Because that's what the teaching is, is that this wheel of becoming, the birth, life, and death, it's, it's the goal of the ego is to trap us in this cycle. And how better than to make us think, that, oh, well, you screwed up so bad in your previous lives, there's no hope for you here. Or, um, you know, you're so bad in this life, there's no way you're going to get it together. so you, And you're so bad, you're likely going to get born in the animal realm. No, the teaching is being born into the animal realm is negative because being born into the human realm is an absolute blessing and a privilege. What do they mean by a blessing? It means it's a one in a trillion. The simple math is one in a trillion. But what are the Buddhists talking about? They're talking about you have the potential to overcome your own delusions, your own ego, ego delusions, and therefore realize less dissatisfaction in this life. So the real mistake is not believing that karma is not an external force. It's an internal force, no different than any of the other um, uh, philosophies that we've talked about. Right? You want to walk the middle path. And what does that mean? It's not the same for everyone. That's why they say the, the, uh, the entries to the Dharma of Nirvana are endless. Because each and every mind is a tool. Each and every thing we encounter is a tool. That choice you make on whether to react or not react, and how you react if you must. Each and every one of those choices, whether you feel empowered, and that also means responsible for the choices you make, and the results. So it actually makes a lot of people feel better that it's what they did in a previous life, why things are so bad now rather than admitting the truth that unless you start being a better person and making better choices, things don't get better. It's actually kind of, kind of humorous how absolutely simple all of this is. Right? It's fine. Right? So, I mean, the teachings is just... Actually, I've actually mentioned this recently. I mean, uh, I've read a lot of different philosophies, religious, spiritual, western, eastern, they all seem to boil down to a simple fact like Nietzsche said, man would be a god if not for his, his uh, baser desires, and he just means our laziness, our, our, um, our apathy, our selfishness, you know? Um, I mean, we've all run across those of us who are shockingly selfless, right? Giving and caring. And there's different degrees of those type of people. And this is what we were talking about. You wanna find that middle middle path for yourself. But it takes different stages. First, you have to admit that you are the cause of your own dissatisfaction. Then you have to find out where you are seeing things wrong before you can start to make better choices, right? So it's an incredibly, com- but it all boils down to that one scary thing. It's not being a victim. It's being the source of both your troubles and your solutions. It's actually ridiculous. When you look at chitta it's literally a mind only, not because things are terrible, not because things are awesome, but because things are the way they are and the only way you can deal with them is the way you perceive them. Why? Because you're the only one perceiving them. You're the only person that has your eyes. You're the only person that has your ears. You're the only person that is in that collection of disparate parts. You're the only person who attaches that self to that mind that is dealing with all of these phenomena. So you are the only person that can change your lot. And once again, the rebirth in the lower realms is not to tell you how tough it is to be reborn as an animal, reborn as a person from the animal. It's to remind you not to waste this opportunity as a person. It is absolutely tragic if you keep being fixated by rebirth Because you're not even supposed to think about that. Arguably, the teaching reminds you that you may not have the opportunity to be reborn at all. You may just get pulled to the deep, dark hells. And what are the hells? It's just a pit of endless suffering. What do they mean by a pit of endless suffering? You just live in that dark, dank place you created for yourself and you never get out. Because you've left it sit so long It's just become this insurmountable thing, right? Arguably like Bodhidharma, they come to misconstrue like he reached his enlightenment by staring at a cave wall for nine years. No! What the teaching is, is be like Bodhidharma and be like staring at a cave wall. Reject, not to good or bad, you make no differentiations, that's what they mean. Right? Otherwise, you're literally being distracted by the wall. Right? So, yeah. I mean, the teaching is embrace this single wonderful opportunity we have as a sentient being to just be a better person. Right? The truth of it is, there is no attainment. But you can take a little bit of satisfaction in providing someone with a smile or wishing someone a good day. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be a better person. Um, And that's that middle way that we've talked about, right? You can be good, but that's not ego. right? You can be bad, and again, mistakes happen. It's all how you handle it. Are you going to carry that mistake either this lifetime or a thousand previous? Are you going to carry that with you? As that one parable said, two monks came to a river and there was a young lady on the side. The one monk offered to carry the lady to the other side. Keep in mind that at this time, the monks felt that even touching, let alone interacting with a woman, risked their vows. So after having let the young lady down on the other side of the river. The monks continued to walk a couple miles even when finally the younger monk asked the monk, the older monk who had helped the young lady, he says, why did you risk your vows to help her across? And the older monk simply turned to the younger monk and said, I set her down on the other side of the river and you've been carrying her ever since. Right? So that's what I meant to get across. Right, When someone gets so deluded that they're worrying about being reborn, they're worrying about an animal and how they can get out of their stead. They're worrying about ecology or they're worrying about this or they're worrying about that or they think their life, their bad luck is because they were such a horrible person when they were young or they were a horrible person in a previous life. It is all that exact same delusion. They just don't want to admit it. It's you. Just do better. That's it.